We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. So we as believers should no longer be in bondage to anything. We should no longer be afraid of disease or sickness or adverse circumstances. We should not be filled with fear or with bondage. Why? Because the Son has set us free. And whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Now, when that registers on our spirit, you know, down here on the inside of us, that's the problem. It hadn't even got into our minds a lot of times yet, much less in our spirit, because your mind won't repudiate it. But uh, it'll have to go through your mind to get down into your spirit. That's the reason you need to think on it, meditate on it, and feed on it till it till it does. Praise God, register on it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, A Better Covenant, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. It's abnormal for believers to be in bondage to poverty. It's abnormal for believers to be in bondage to sickness or disease because Jesus redeemed us. Praise God. He set me free. Galatians 3.13, you remember that text? We looked at it, we examined it. Christ has redeemed us. Christ has redeemed us. Christ has redeemed us. What did he redeem us from? From the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, Curses everyone that hangeth on a tree. Now that falls on dead ears unless you study to see what the curse of the law is. As you go back to the law, you'll find it's threefold. First is spiritual death, second is poverty, and thirdly it's sickness. So that's what he redeemed me from, the curse of the law. Spiritual death. Praise God, I am redeemed from spiritual death. Ye who were dead in trespasses and sins, hath he quickened, hath he made alive. I am redeemed from poverty. I am redeemed from sickness. And I have the promise, blessed be God, that physical death's the last enemy that he'll put under feet or underfoot. Praise God. Hallelujah when Jesus comes again. Well... The believer is of God and he has been redeemed out of the hand of the enemy. He has the very nature and the very life of God in him. He's the righteousness of God in Christ. We found in all these lessons that we've discussed, he's not only redeemed out of the hand of Satan, but God made him a new creature. I'm talking about the believer. And he stands in the presence of God the Father without any sense of guilt or condemnation. He has the same liberty and freedom with God the Father now that he'll have after death when he goes to heaven. See, a lot of times people sing, you know, when we all get to heaven. When we get to heaven, it'll be different, you know. Now, you won't have any more standing, any more liberty, any more freedom when you get to heaven with God than you got right now. Praise God. That's what you need to realize. The believer stands before God now, God the Father, as Jesus stood before him. Now, do you think Jesus had any more liberty when he got to heaven? Did he? No. See, Jesus is our standing. I said Jesus is our standing. 
Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so the believer has the same standing with God that Jesus has. That's read the Bible tells us that, that we're heirs of God and that we're joint heirs. That means equal heirs with Jesus. So we as believers should no longer be in bondage to anything. We should no longer be afraid of disease or sickness or adverse circumstances. We should not be filled with fear or with bondage. Why? Because the Son has set us free. And whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Now when that registers on our spirit, you know, down here on the inside of us, that's the problem. It hadn't even got into our minds a lot of times yet, much less in our spirit because your mind won't repudiate it. But uh, it'll have to go through your mind to get down into your spirit. That's the reason you need to think on it and meditate on it and feed on it till it, till it does. Praise God, register on you. And then keep saying it and keep meditating on it until it becomes a part of your inner consciousness. I believe that it can become just as much a part of you on the inside of you in your spirit as your ears and your fingers and toes are a part of your body on the outside. Now, don't get discouraged just because you don't get there instantly. God's not in the instant pudding business. <laughs> Is that a good statement? I think we're living in such an age of all this instant business that people want God, you know. Just, But you see, it, take, it takes time to grow. You know that. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? In the ministry of the Lord Jesus, we just read about his ministry. Here from Matthew 4, 24. In the ministry of Jesus, there was a perfect coordination between himself and the Father. You remember over in John's gospel, he made the statement that my father in me, he doeth the works. And so therefore, and, and remember also that he said, the words that I speak unto you, they're not my own, they're my father's. Remember he said also, I came not to do my own will, but the will of my father that sent me. So Jesus, now listen carefully. I keep saying this and try to say it in different ways, you know. Sometimes you say it one way, but sometimes you phrase it in a little different language and people grasp it. But Jesus' attitude toward disease and sin was the Father's attitude. Remember, we took as a text here where Jesus said to the disciples, Have I been so long time with you, and has I not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. My Father in me, he doeth the works. The words that I speak unto you, they're not my own, they're my Father's. I came not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Let me say it again. In the ministry of Jesus, there was a perfect coordination between himself and the Father. And Jesus' attitude toward disease and sin was the Father's attitude. It hasn't changed. You see, some people have us believe differently. God takes a different attitude today, but he doesn't. 
because God spoke to this world by Jesus. Jesus is God speaking to this world. Remember there in Hebrews, God who at sundry times and divers manners spake unto our forefathers by the prophets as in these last days spoken unto us. How? By his son, his own dear son. Glory to God. And so, uh, Jesus' attitude toward disease and sickness is the Father's attitude. Don't accept any other. He lived among the Jews. That was God's covenant people then. The church is God's covenant people under the new covenant. And he healed their diseases, breaking Satan's dominion over them individually. When he went to the cross, he became their substitute, their sin bearer, their disease barrier. When he was nailed to the cross, Isaiah 53 became a reality. Surely he hath borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. And so in the mind of God the Father, Jesus, you see, was our substitute and he bore away our sicknesses. He bore away our diseases. Himself, Matthew 8, 17 said, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. What he bore, I need not bear. Hallelujah. Why did he bear them? So that I could be free. Why aren't we free? Either because we do not know what the word of God says or do not know how to act upon the word to make it become ours. You see, it is ours from a legal standpoint, but what we need is to become vitally, experimentally ours. In other words, it's ours all right in the spirit realm. It's already bought and paid for. But what we need is it manifested in our physical bodies. Well, how does that come about? By knowing what the word of God said is yours, by believing it in your heart, beginning to confess it with your mouth. You see, I think what happens to us a lot of times is that some folks just try to ape and imitate somebody else what they did. Like Brother Capps said in teaching on faith, they've got the formula of it, but they don't have the principle of it. And it, it doesn't work. See, they say the same thing somebody else says all right, but uh, they, don't have that, they don't have that conviction on the inside of them. They will forget when the light came to me. Forty-five years ago this past August, or 46 years ago this coming August, I was there in bed, bed fast. I just weighed 89 pounds, just tall as I am now. Could you imagine that? No wonder they called me a walking skeleton. That's what they called me when I first came off bed. They called me a walking skeleton. You know, weighing just eight, nine pounds, you know, you look like he's going to fall in your tracks. I've been bed fast 16 months, you know. 
weighing no more than that, you see, just 89 pounds. Just flat skin bones. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. The next item is the three-CD set by Kenneth E. Hagan, A Fresh Anointing. Also in the package is the CD from Kenneth W. Hagan's teaching, Walking with God. Next is the three-CD set from Lynette Hagan, titled, If I Can, You Can. You get all this for the price of $45. But that's not all. If you order this package, we will give you a free mini-book called How to Walk in Love by Kenneth E. Hagan. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We are enrolling for the fall That's semester right. of Rainbow Bible, Bible College. College 20. You know, just go to rbtc.org and you can get all the information right there. And you can even apply online right That's there. Right. You can fill out an application. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.